Hi everyone and thank you for downloading this extra special episode of Series 2 of What the Fartlek Podcast. Rob and Matt have the week off and to celebrate International Women's Day, Sammy, Louise and I have taken over to bring you some light-hearted running themed chatter and a catch-up with some of the amazing women who make up our running community. Can't wait to get started Joe. but before we do, if you enjoyed today's show, there are a few ways that you can support the podcast. Firstly, wherever you get your podcasts, please hit subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review, which is a massive help to getting more eyes on what we do. We are super active on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and through our dedicated email address. All the info is in our bio, so give us a follow, tell your friends, and come and have a chat with us. If this is your first time listening to us, we have a huge back catalogue of episodes available even if the hosts are of a much lower standard, including the entirety of Series 1, free to listen to at your leisure. If you love today's guest as much as we do, then we would strongly recommend checking out Ruth on Episode 4, Rab on Episode 5 and Lucy on Episode 7. With that being said, ladies, I think it's time for the invasions to begin, so let's hit the theme music and get on with the show. Are you alone Rob Hitchmo, little runner boy Rob. I am indeed Sam Runs Hitchmo, the other half of little runner boy Rob. And who else have I got with me today? I have got Jerp. I am definitely not Matty Owls. And can I just say, Sammy, you are definitely the better looking Hitchmo. Just putting that out there. It, it has been said. It, it, it has been said. <laughs> Not only are you accompanying me today on this fantastic journey, who else have we got with us? We've got Louise and I am still just Louise. Yes, because everyone. Louise is a pro. Louise, Louise, you know more about doing this sort of thing than me and Joe put together, don't you? I am the glue holding this together, you, which is you, the biggest you... lie I've ever told in my life. <laughs> <laughs> no questions. Gonna lie, I've got a I've got a gin with me to try and calm my nerves. Yes, I've got a little gin on the go as well because I've got a bit of a shake going on. And I have zero percent alcohol and have a shake because I miss alcohol, <laughs> not because of nerves. So I'm desperate for a gin. Oh bless you, Lou. Anyway, girlies, how's your week been? Um, how's my week been? I am nursing a bit of a niggle again forever injured um so i've not actually run that much this week i've just done a couple of 5ks and a little bit of walking so a bit of a slow week for me however i did have a lovely virtual chat with neil marshall marshall mainly running as part of this week's challenge which has been absolutely awesome my feed has just been Unindated with pictures of people having virtual chats and it's just so amazing to see 
How good has that challenge been? I've like I know we've we've just jumped into bingo week now, but touching on last week's challenge, how fantastic was it seeing everybody coming together it and was the best. yeah, the amount of virtual calls everybody did. Um, I just I loved it and seeing everybody's little Snapchat pictures even though like let's be honest FaceTime and Snapchat pictures are horrendous like <laughs> there was a joke on our uh, group's um, chat Rob just takes the worst angle pictures of you no matter what and he won't he refuses to take them like he won't take another picture for you so if you're somebody who's a little bit self-conscious and be like oh can I just take another one no <laughs> he's like a one shot one shot and that's it that was like the worst part. That was the worst part of the conversation with Neil at the end during the picture. My phone wouldn't work. I couldn't take a screenshot. So I was like, "Oh, Neil, can you take one?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I've got one." I'm like, "What?" I was not prepared for this. So show me it. <laughs> I need to approve it before you can put it on yeah, Instagram. Was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know him that well. I'm like, I can't really go there. Not like when me and you run Sammy, and it's like, nope, delete, nope, delete, and we'll have like 500 pictures. It's like a fashion shoot mm-hmm. when we go running, Joe. With her for ages. Take longer to take a picture than we do actually running. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so my week, well, it's it has been a slow week, but guess what I got? I'm not, I don't want to really brag, but I am going to brag a little oh, bit. Brag. brag. I got a cheeky new PB on my 10K. <laughs> and and I didn't I didn't purposely go out to get it, but it was a massive PB. And I'm dead chuffed and I'm dead happy. And I got it with Rob as well. So, yeah. Unbelievable. You are going yes. to say what it is. Well, it was, I think it was 54 minutes, 17 seconds, and I've managed to bring it down to 50 minutes, one second. So oh. I'm two, se- two seconds under a 50 minute. Incredible. That is blooming amazing. Well done you. So proud. Thank you. Thank you. That's like Mo Farah to me. I could never imagine <laughs> running that fast. <laughs> If I ran like Mo Farah, I would be very happy, but I just don't think I've got it in me. He's got better legs. They are quite good, actually, aren't they? Like yeah, supermodel's yeah. legs. I've just realised no one actually asked how my week was, so I'm just going to throw in how my week was. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sam done it, and I quite liked it. And I might start conversations like that. If someone says hello, I might start, this is how I'm feeling, this is how my week is. You know, like I'm not going to wait for you to ask me anymore. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've, this is my first week not running because I'm 32 weeks pregnant now. Can you believe Yay. it? Oh, wow. Cooking a little bun in the oven. I know. But I've really been staring at other runners. Do you do that when you don't run or you're injured? Like, stare, like ogling other runners. Like FOMO. Yeah, FOMO. Massive, massive FOMO. Looking how free they are. How the breeze must feel on them while I'm sweating and out of breath walking. It's uh, but no, it's been fine actually. I won't complain. But like, how many times have we said it? Like, if you're injured or for whatever reason you can't run, you're like, oh, all I want to do is run. But then as soon as you are actually able to run, you take it for granted, and then you'll be sat there on your ass doing nothing. You'll be like, I can't be arse running today. And then you forget about that person who was craving to go out for a run. And you're just throwing it all away. So, Lou, <laughs> I imagine when you are back up and running, you are going to have days like that because I've done it today. I had intentions of going out to run and I just haven't. And I'll do it. Yeah. 
I'll be hard on myself later for not doing it, but at the moment I'm just not in a place to do it. So yeah, and you smashed a 10k PB. And I think I am annoyed at past Louise every time I couldn't be bothered to run. But actually, when I am running again, if I can't be bothered, I'm having a day off. I deserve. Yeah. You do. So, what have we got coming up on today's um, today's show, Lou? Well, let me tell you, ladies, we have got the the wildy story of the series. I'm going to put it out there. Who knows? Um, we're going to do a bit on what does International Women's Day mean to us. We've got some insanely fabulous women for a roundtable interview. Um, the Moop Map Run. I've always wanted to say that. Oh, this whole I felt, I, I felt like Matt was in the room then. I was I thought, so excited about that I bit. Thought, I was in the room saying that. So, we've got, sorry, we've got the Make Run Challenge, then good news, thank you, then goodbyes, and then we're all going to have, I was going to say alcohol, but I'm not, but you two will have some more alcohol. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay, that sounds like a pretty darn good show, ladies. I'm excited to get into it. So, if we're going from the agenda... I believe we've got a new entrant. In, entrant, bleh, I can't even get my words out. I'm that excited. We've got a new entrant into the Wildy Nation. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe it's a person <laughs> close to home. It's another member of the What the Fartlek team. I'm a little bit worried because there's only how many of us left? The majority of our team have all done a shit in the woods. There's only me. <laughs> Lou, and I believe Paul, who has not done it. Well, well somebody has. Somebody <laughs> has, and she's here to come and tell you the story herself. Miss Jo. Yeah. Do you want to tell? Do you want to tell our lovely audience how you did a, a shit in the woods? I will, because I'm going to own it. Because it's a natural bodily function, and I feel like it's a rite of passage as a runner. So I'm going to own it. Right. And then you tell us the story. I'm going to tell you. Right. So this happened last August. And just a little bit of background I want to put out there is this was only supposed to be a 10k run this day. And this incident happened at 8.6 miles because me being cocky decided I was going to run a half marathon that day. So if I'd have stuck to my plan, I would not have shit myself. Anyway, just wanted to put that out there. So (laughs) This was, I was running with my sister's boyfriend, Andy, and we had decided we were going to do a half marathon on the trails. It was going to be an out and back. Um, So, yeah, that was fine. Then pretty much straight away into this run, I knew it was going to be a disaster. My heart rate was sky high. Breathing was all over the place. Just not feeling it. You know, when you have one of those runs where you're just like, this is not the day. Mm-hmm. So it was one of them about eight miles in I said to Andy something is going on here my stomach is flipping out it is not good it is contracting it's tight just felt rough Andy sort of was like yeah yeah like here's this from me a lot I'm always complaining about my stomach on runs so carry on thought it'll be fine it'll wear off 8.6 miles wheels completely came off and I'm like, Andy, seriously, I am going to shit myself. We need to find somewhere <laughs> now. Like, this was urgent. I am frantic at this point. 
Andy was panicking at this point because he could see this was actually real this time. This wasn't me just being money on me. So we are frantically walking up and down this trail. I am like hunched over in agony. Trying to find a spot to go. There is bankings at one side, steep drops at the other side, people everywhere. I am dying at this point. Anyway, 10 minutes later, we find this spot. It's like over this wall. I've got to get over this wall. So I'm like, right, that's fine. That is the spot. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've got no toilet roll. I've got no baby wipe. What? It's going to be a mess. It's going to be disgusting. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Andy, bless him, was like, yeah, take my jacket. It's a cheap, it's a cheap decathlon jacket. Just take it. He what was sacrificed. I know, what a gent. Sacrificed his jacket for me to wipe my arse on. So... <laughs> I had no shame at this point. I took the jacket. So <laughs> I'm walking off into the woods and I turn around and I'm like, back off, just back right off. I don't hear anything. I don't need to see anything. Go far away. And he's like, I am going far away. I don't want to see or hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hop over this wall and then for some reason at this point, it becomes really important to me about where I take this crap. So I'm looking around for the perfect spot like a dog circling, trying to find the perfect point to, like, <laughs> So, eventually I find what I deem to be the perfect spot. I squat down, lean my back against this tree, and just let it happen. Oh, and no. <laughs> It was like turning the tap on. It was, it was not good. Oh, <laughs> my God. So... But the relief, oh, my God. There was so much relief. Honestly, I think I looked up to the sky and I was like, oh, thank God. It was like best Luckily, there was a load of leaves. So I didn't have to use Andy's jacket because to the left of where I was squatting, there was a massive pile of huge leaves. So I pulled a load of them up. God knows what they were. Um, wiped my backside, covered the evidence with the leaves. And then came, like, the walk of shame out of the woods then to meet Andy. I couldn't even look him in the eye. I was just like, oh, my God. And I had my, I had his jacket in my hand, and Andy was like, I don't want that. I'm like, I can't do it. It's fine. Um, and then, yeah, we, um, we had then, like, a four-and-a-half mile back to the car still at that point. I was not running anymore at that point. So he just took <laughs> the mick out of me for the next however long it takes to walk four-and-a-half miles. So that was my wellness story, and I am owning it because it happens to the best of us. And one day it will happen to you too, I promise. No, 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 no. <laughs> Disclaimer out now. No, no. I. Oh my god, I can't believe that that happened. Oh, mm. the fact that you had to scale a wall as well is like <laughs> any other obstacle in your way to just go and do a shit. <laughs> Yeah. in that moment where you need to go like you have to crawl a wall before you get to release what the hell you know what you're on absolute adrenaline at that point because it is a race against time that's how it's <laughs> I, I could have been on like that SAS crew at that point I would have got over any wall it was just it was desperate desperate times and okay. the fact that like, you still had to find a spot yeah <laughs> And I love that you shouted at Andy to, like, get away. What did you think in your head? He wanted to come close and listen. <laughs> I didn't like it at home. Do you know, so if, so I've got, like, a downstairs toilet. And if I've got a guest around who's, like, just sat on the set in, I'm like, I'm just popping to the toilet. 
I hate using the downstairs toilet because I, I don't want them to even hear me wee. So it's like, I don't want anyone to hear me having a crap. So it's mm. like, I just needed them to be far away. I can't, ex I just, yeah. I didn't need any witnesses to this event. Let's put it that way. Well, well done. I felt like I was there with you, even the relief. I did. I got, I, I'm sweating. I'm mm. sweating. I feel like I feel like I've actually done one as well now. I feel <laughs> like I was there in the moment. Oh my god! Well done, you. I mean, well I done feel... for even telling everybody. I, no I, I couldn't even spared. do that. Wow. Well. I feel like. Um, Am I am I in the um, Wildy Nation now? Then yeah, is that official? You are, yeah. You are officially inducted into the Wildy Nation. Yeah, second female. Me and Louisa flying the flag. You for and the Louisa, league. yeah. I'm a little bit. I am getting worried for us all. Me and you, Lou and Paul. Like that's that's the majority of the team. It's who, taking who everyone down one at a time. It is. It is. I, I don't want to get caught out. Summer, you said you are without exception, the most competitive woman I've ever met. So I feel like you're going to go out right after this recording and do the wildies. Well, wildies, just, just I'll just clear. go, I, yeah, I'll, I'll just go out and I'll just go and do a shit in the woods at the back of my house just to be <laughs> like, yeah, I've done it. I've done it and it, and it was bigger than yours. <laughs> Let, let's swiftly move on, but well done, Joe. Like, tip your hat off to you. I could do it. Um... Why are we here? We're here, girls, because it's International Women's Day. Well, it has been International Women's Day, but we've brought it into the week, because why not? We want to celebrate it. So we've had um, a great time, and we're going to jump onto that with the roundtable with the girls in a, in, a, in a minute. But what does International Women's Day mean to us? Um, for me, International Women's Day is a time to reflect and celebrate what women have achieved and to actively inspire and empower the next generation. I think it's super important that we continue to uplift and support one another and realise that there's actually nothing we can't achieve as women. And just getting that message out there that, you know, we we are, we can't, we are amazing. Yeah, we are awesome. Thank you for helping me there, Joe. stumbling with my words. We are awesome. I absolutely echo everything you've just said there, Sammy. I think, for me, it's about celebrating women. And this year, more than ever, it's just made me think about the amazing women in my life. So my mum, my sisters, I've got two sisters, my daughter, my amazing friends, including you two amazing ladies. And I think it is just about supporting and empowering each other and lifting each other up. And I think when women support and celebrate each other, I think it's really powerful. It's a really powerful thing. And as a mother to a daughter and a son, I want my daughter to be brought up knowing she's a complete badass and she can do whatever she sets her mind to. And I want my son to know that it's important that he respects women and he sees them as equals. Yeah, Jeez. absolutely. I love that. I just want to say I'm far too emotional to listen to these <laughs> messages from strong women. I'll throw mine out and I feel like it's quite self-centred now. But... um. <laughs> I always just use this day every year just to reflect um, on what I want to focus for the coming year. So like last year, I wanted to talk better to myself about myself, stop pointing out flaws and doing all that silly stuff that we can do. And this year uh, fits in with the hashtag, which I love, which is choose to challenge. Um, and I've got huge room for improvement with this. And I think having a son I want him to grow up and see me and know how to respect and how to treat women and that we are all the same and equals and whatnot. 
no absolutely like just echoing what you guys have said there with the kids like obviously I've just had Harper and I want her to grow up in a world where she feels like her voice can be heard and she has equal opportunity to that as men and also for the boys as well to equally respect women because um that's that goes without saying how important that is so yeah absolutely echo and agree with everything you've just said then and carrying on with um what we're doing we've got the girls that we invited back rav lou and ruth for our women's roundtable episode so should we go and have a listen to our chat that we had with the ladies mm-hmm, definitely yeah. let's do it so for all you fartleckers who have been with us in series one you're going to recognize the next three ladies that i'm going to be introducing to you we're very excited to welcome back these absolute powerhouses and three people i know i'm very much inspired by every single day and i know joe and lou are too to start with she holds the honorary position of being our first ever female guest on the show and is super inspirational and just an overall round general nice human being it's ruth bennett ladies and gentlemen Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Next, we have the queen of the run streak herself and an absolute legend in the making. It's such a pleasure to welcome back Rav Billing. I'll just cheer for myself. Yay! And last but not least, we have Lucy, who I actually came across a quote, which I just thought about you instantly. And it was falling down as an accident and staying down as a choice. And it's a choice that you made to get back up again and come back from a horrible injury. And I just think you are a very inspirational person and just Wonder Woman. So let's give these ladies a quick round of applause and let's crack on with the round table. So thank you very much for coming back. I know um, you guys were on series one and it's been such an incredible journey for what the fartlek. So to be able to bring you back is brilliant. Um, we're back for International Women's Day, but being who we are, we want to make this a special occasion. So we're making it into a week event. So lucky for us, we get to have you all back with us. And just to ask you all individually, Joe, me and Louise have already spoken about what International Women's Day means to us. What does it mean to you guys? So, Ruth, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. Um, well, as a mum to a daughter and a teacher to teenage girls, um, I think it's both those reasons that make me feel that it's still really, really important. Um, I think it's really important that we celebrate what being female and being a woman is and the empowerment of being a woman. And I think it is about inequality and still not being afraid to talk about that conversation as well um, and making sure that it's always amplified, always heard. Fantastic. Louise, what do you think? Um, for me, again, similar to Ruth, being a, a mum to a girl, but also a little boy as well, it's teaching both of them yeah. um, how women should be about themselves. And t- I, I've changed what I was going to say, actually, because Iris said to me tonight, Mummy, am I fat? And she's only three. And straight away, my little boy went, no, Iris, you're strong and you're fast. And it's, 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 I think it's instilling those beliefs in women um, that they are strong and they are powerful in their own right. Lovely. And Rav, what do you think? Yeah, so like obviously I completely agree with uh, with Lou and with uh, Ruth. Um, for me, I guess it's a little bit more about uh, bridging that equality gap because actually 
inequality does still exist because someone said to me um last year when we were doing international women's day and i was asked to speak somewhere that a, a, a guy friend was like yeah but is it still relevant now do we still need to talk about it actually yes we do because inequality does still exist and we do need to talk about it because we need to make it an issue because actually you know until we recognize that the inequality is there we can't change it um but also celebrating all of the fantastic achievements of all of all of the females that have really broken down some amazing barriers um in sport and you know in further afield in life in their in their own respective careers so yeah for me it's like a huge celebration but a reminder actually there is much we've come very far but there is much yet to do to be done absolutely thank you very much guys that's really really lovely comments you've just made there and um yeah definitely um it's something that i think should be celebrated not just one day of the year <laughs> if i'm being honest but that's why we're rolling this into a week why the hell not um but yeah brilliant guys so for what we wanted to talk about what we wanted to bring you guys in in was just to talk about some topics as us women that we go through as runners so solo running how do you guys like feel about solo running do you change your behaviors in any way when you're planning a run do you plan a route because you know what particular time of the day you might be going do you avoid certain places because you know you're going to be alone how do you guys do do that do you have any negativity from doing anything from that um rav how how do you go about it okay so um, I don't really make any, like, I don't hide the fact that 99.99% of my runs are solo runs. Um, so I run run either very, very early in the morning or very, very late at night. So often it's dark unless it's the weekend. So um, as much as uh, the darkness, uh, and we, we often talk about this, actually, that, that the darkness can be quite intimidating as a, as a female runner. Um, I always say the darkness at five o'clock in the morning and the darkness at say, eight, nine o'clock at night, it's the same level of darkness, but actually it's a completely different feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if uh, you can explain that to a guy in the same way, but so, you know, I do all the same things. I wear my chest light. I've got a, um, a, a personal alarm that I wear. I, I do have to be careful about the routes that I run. I've had to stop publicly posting all my runs as much. I'll sometimes wait a week before I post them publicly because I'm doing a similar route or I'm going at a similar time. I'm a little bit more aware. Um, I become very, very much aware of who else is around me. So I'm hypersensitive to anyone else that's walking. So if someone's walking and they haven't got a dog, I'm going to be 20 times more suspicious as to why they're out than uh, anything else. I mean, saying all of that, I do feel really comfortable running in the dark, but I am hyper aware. So even if I've got headphones on, um, I very rarely have music on unless it's slightly later. It's, it's a really strange thing. But yeah, I'm very, very careful as much as possible. Yeah, I think, I, 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 to be honest, if I saw somebody out in the dark without a dog at five o'clock in the morning, I'd be like, what are you doing out? <laughs> so I'd be exactly the same <laughs> as you. Um, Ruth, how do you feel about it? 
Yeah, really similar to Rav, actually. I run early and late as well. Um, and I agree that the mornings feel completely different to the night. Absolutely agree. I think it's hard to not be aware as a solo runner, certainly as a solo female runner. I'm always affected when there's things in the news. Um, there was a, a, a series of events close to me um, in the last lockdown, which really affected me and other lots of other females in my running club. Um, so you kind of carry that with you when you run, don't you? And if you see a group, particularly I'm particularly wary of um and it's not just you know it, obviously it's personal safety and it's about you know could something awful happen to me but it isn't just that it's about people thinking it's funny to say something or to shout or to you know um have what they might call banter with you and I think that's worse in the dark because there's that level of anonymity in the dark which perhaps there isn't in the day um and so it's it is it's about safety and all the things Rav said about being careful and doing what you can to look after yourself. But it is also just feeling vulnerable, feeling more vulnerable when when you're alone. I mean, unlike Rav, probably prior to lockdown, I'd say half my runs were alone, but I often ran with a running club and you feel 100 percent different, don't you, when you're running with a group? Um, so I was lucky to have that. But I think one of the things that hasn't been talked about enough with lockdown is that although we understand the reasons by restricting how many people you can exercise with you're making women much more vulnerable and much more likely to be um, a target or a victim to some of the things we're discussing here and so it's a balance isn't it yes the safety of covid but actually we're, we're putting people out there feeling they have to exercise alone more than ever um so i think that's really difficult and something that probably isn't talked about enough no, um, yes. so, yeah. I, i'd agree with that uh, but also i tell you one thing that's i found a little bit just that you've mentioned COVID and I should have possibly mm. said before was um, the fact that so for example now where I've done a few marathons recently and obviously I'm running ridiculously early in the morning blah 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 and there's been a few times I've had to run through city centres and I'm running through and obviously there are more likely to come across people but you've got the whole thing of people wearing hoods and masks actually as much as yes we have to wear the mask and I get it and it's the whole COVID and everything else you're on your own you're running down a quiet area and suddenly you've got someone coming towards you and they've got a hood up and they've got a mask on and in their mind they're just walking along doing their own thing yeah. but automatically I don't know but you guys are probably feeling the same as me you suddenly become hyper aware and yeah. you know as you're running past them you you've got that inner you know, my heart's beating a little bit too fast at that point in time so yeah that that's something that just sort of came into my mind yeah about I agree recently. definitely yeah. Lou how do you get on when you're solo running how do you um, find it I, I run 90% of the time on my own, um, but where I live is very, very rural. It's a really small little village, so I don't come across, if a, there's a lot of dog walkers about, there's a lot of people about, there's a lot of people with children, so I've never felt threatened on a run. Um, in, at night, I, I don't run in the morning ever, um, but in an evening, I would always stick to the main road and just go up and down the bypass where I know there's lots of cars and people, um, but I gen, generally feel quite safe, but I don't know if that's because... I'm, I'm a big girl, I'm 5'11", so when I'm lumbering towards most people, they get out of the way. But um, And I also box, so boxing for me was about building my confidence, but I feel like if anybody did ever come at me, I would be able to look after myself yes. um, and get away in that time. So I think it's probably just down to where I live. I've never had to run through city centres, busy areas, um, or come across people, like you say, with hoods and masks, because it is the middle of the countryside where I am. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I see. I'm a bit like you, then, Lou. I'm 
it doesn't really bother me. To be fair, I don't really. It, I'm more ignorance is bliss, and I, I think that's a bit of a thing that I shouldn't really live by. But I just go out, and I think if I think about it too much, I wouldn't bloody leave the house half the time. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. So, and yeah. part of, part of me is, if if anything happens, it happens. But I'm a bit like Lou. I'm, I'm sure I feel like I could handle myself, and touch wood, nothing would ever go wrong. But I, I'm I'm a bit like you, Lou, on that stance. I, I I don't really think about it enough to try and get too worried. I don't think we it. can. I don't think we can. I don't think yeah. really any one of us would be out there running as often as we all do. Because we all do. I mean, I know you guys don't run every day, like some nutters out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who are those nutters? <laughs> I know some crazy people that think runs three times. But you know, you all run really regularly, and there's yeah. no way yeah. any one of us would be running as much as we do if we felt intimidated by it. It's not. I guess it's less about the intimidation of it. I guess it's more an awareness that actually. I mean, I've got one friend and he was running uh, when we started doing our marathons and stuff. He was running much later. So he'd start his marathons at 10 o'clock at night or at nine o'clock at night and then finished at midnight. And I would have loved to have done that because it's a perfect time to run, you know, because it, it's cooler and it's calmer. Whereas I was having to run first thing in the morning at four o'clock because that was safer for me. Yeah. One thing I don't do is I don't use Strava. Um, so when no, I, I my account up, I used to do a screenshot of like my, where I'd run, um, and like just a, a, some, you know just a bit of information. And you get messages off men and women, but generally men who you've never even connected with. Oh, I live near you, and I started to, so I stopped doing that straight away. And then you do, and I imagine you all do. You get messages of people that you've never spoken to, men. Yeah. Are you on Strava? And that's why I've never used it. So I don't actually put, I'll say I've ran on the White Gateway or where I've ran, but I don't have, I do something different every week, but I never share my routes ever. Yeah, I, I did the same. I'm, I'm still on there, but I keep it, I don't, I, it's just me. I have no one that follows or I don't follow anyone. And exactly like you, I had lots of people send me messages asking why I'd come off Strava. And I thought, well, how have you noticed that kind of thing like you know it's not really you know something for other people to interact like another form of social media so I agree I think there could, a lot more could be done for the safety of things that work people don't always think about sharing their roots and things absolutely yeah I, I had a guy on um, Twitter ask me so I had about two weeks worth of um, Strava that I hadn't made public mm. and I had a guy publicly ask me why my runs why I hadn't uploaded runs yeah and it was yeah. just like, how did you know that? Like, we're not even, I don't even know who you are, you know? Like, I don't even think he was following me. It was just weird. Yeah. So yeah. Did, you know, did you know what, you guys, I've never even thought about that. Only for you just bringing that up now. I would never have thought about that. And I am very much considering changing my settings now. <laughs> so it's definitely, it's there finished. is a setting on um, there where you can um, make it private within like a mile of your home address. Yeah. So there is a way you, if you like sharing things on Strava and you, you know, and it's something you enjoy, there is a setting. So it's sort of private around that area. But for me, I, even then I run similar routes, similar times a day and stuff like that. So for me, you could have looked for patterns and that, but that you, that is a compromise if it's something that, you know, you want to stay on but you want to just make a bit more secure. Awesome. Lou, Lou and Joe are nodding their heads. I think they're going to be doing exactly the same as, as well. And I think a lot of listeners will be. I, honestly, 
never thought about that or took that into consideration. So thank you. You've uh, opened my eyes to that, definitely. Um, so moving on from that topic, social media. You guys like powerhouses for social media. Like, you've, you've each cracked it. Rav, you're a Twitter queen. Lou, you've only just joined Twitter and you've, like, stormed it already like i was saying to rob the other day like lou's got so many likes i've been on twitter for years i think i've got a good day if somebody's liked my my post 20 times and you had like 150 plus on it the other day and i was like what and then ruth I'm, i can't even look at you without a straight face because like <laughs> interaction like you guys i just don't know what you do but everybody loves you i love you I'm in love with you. <laughs> I love you. I'm not entirely sure if everybody loves us. That might be no, a little no. bit. I, I, no. I, honestly, yeah. I, I very much doubt if there's anybody who hates us or uh, horrible trolls <laughs> under a bridge. Honestly, like you guys own social media because you do. Obviously, you see a lot of pros from it. Do you guys experience any cons? Like, how do you how do you find? Is it beneficial to you? Um, Lou, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I think for me, the first thing for me is I when I set my account up, it was just my diary of recovery. That was it. And I, I initially had it as my personal account. And I realised all these people I was connecting with could see my kids. So I split it off completely. So I don't post my children on the account at all. Um, I'm married, but Dan very rarely makes an appearance on it because it's just about me and my journey. Um, and I think that's why the account is so positive for me because it purely focuses on people that inspire me people i want to interact with and i you do come across people who have a more negative attitude um, and for me i just unfollow those accounts and it's not that they're a bad person or a negative person it's just that they potentially will put other people or the brackets of people down to make themselves feel better if they're having a bad day i don't feel that needs to be done so that's why for me it's so positive my personal account i would differ because there's things in my personal account that friends are doing and family are doing, and you can't just remove these people because you know it irritates you or <laughs> you feel like their life looks absolutely perfect in these tiny squares, and you might be having a real wobble at home, and your kids are horrible, and it's so it is it's quite different. But for me, my my Lucy Get Fits account is like a little baby to me, and it, the people I've connected with through it through it uh, mean the world to me. So I find it personally really positive. Fantastic. Rav, how do you find it? Yeah, I mean, I I am a huge advocate for social media, but I'm also a huge advocate for being really careful about who you follow on social media too. So um, and this, I guess, applies more to Instagram than it does to Twitter in some ways, because on Twitter, it's a different universe. And I use my Twitter account for work and I use it for uh, fitness. And it's a bit of an everything. It's like, you know, just my thoughts about life and everything else. Whereas my, my, my Instagram is much more about the running and the journey. And it's oversharing and it's, it's about sort of, I, I take a lot of inspiration. So say for example, all of you guys post some awesome content and I take a lot of inspiration from your stories because I think what I really love is seeing the genuine side of people. I think I'm drawn to people who share the good stuff and the bad stuff, you know? It's not all high five and cheesy smiles. It actually, that's not real. I don't wanna see accounts that are just telling me how fantastic they are and that it's all about smiles every day. Actually, we do have lumps and bumps and we do have 
phase where it doesn't feel so great and you know and things do happen in our journeys in our personal lives that impact some of you know without trying to share too much about what happens at home and what happens outside of that but i i feel very very lucky that i'm connected to some amazing people that i draw so much inspiration from i mean um me and joe were literally talking about it earlier this week around the fact that um when i ran london although it wasn't really london i ran i ran leicester but i ran virtual london in leicester um and you know the whole kind of um fact that i thought that i ran my first marathon and i made everyone that was connected to me cry not that that was my intention in any way shape or form but everyone was part of my story and part of my journey and i didn't feel like despite running alone i didn't feel alone um and you know i i just think we're, we're just very lucky really to to be able to be surrounded by some awesome people but there are some cons um there are some trolls out there and they're not very nice and as much as you know we can block and mute and unfollow they do exist um and there are some very unkind people as well so there are some cons to it but i think that the pros far outweigh the cons by a million miles for sure for me anyway <laughs> absolutely Ruth. Yeah, I mean, I think you, like Lou and Rab, you've said that so well. I was just sat listening to you and thinking, oh, you put that so much better than I would. Um, and I can't talk about about Twitter because I've got about four followers and I go on there like once a month. And, it, I, you know, it isn't for me. It isn't for me. The thing I love about Instagram as a consumer of Instagram is the photographs. And, you know, I'm quite a visual person. I love looking at recipes. I love, look, you know, and that kind of thing. So I'm definitely more about the, the Instagram side of, of things. Um, and very much like Lou, I set it up as a diary, as an account accountability thing for me when I was training for a marathon I, I had a lot of money to raise I was raising money uh, in memory of my dad and I had a massive target to get and I just did it for that and I, I promised myself every run that was in my plan whether I ran it or not I was going to do a post and I was going to post whether I ran it or whether I um, didn't whether I for whatever reason I failed if you like at that run and I've kept that mentality really I, I don't I know people don't always believe me when I say this but I don't post really imagining other people are going to see it although I'm obviously aware now of the interaction I get but um, that has never ever been why I post every run it's an accountability thing for me it makes me do it that little bit more because I've said that I'm going to do it or because you know I post when I do um, and so that's I've never lost that initial mentality of that's why I set it up when nobody followed me that's why I did it I didn't and, I've, and I still do it for the same reasons that I do now um, but obviously it did grow and it did sort of take off and the thing for me is I just found loads of really really amazing awesome people who inspire me and I like to chat to and that's how it grew because I responded to them they responded to me and it just became a bigger thing and I massively agree with what Rav said about being inspired by the real people out there um, and that is something that really drives me and yes I love seeing people smash it and yes I did cry when Rav did her marathon and all those things absolutely but I also love it when someone's not I don't love it when they're having a bad day but I love being able to reach out to someone when they're having a bad day and being able to just say sending love or I hope you're okay or I think that means a lot and I think more than ever at the moment it means a lot because that's the only interaction that we really get we're not in the pub with our mates we're not you know around each other's houses having a cuppa are we so you know it's it's even more important than ever um I agree about the cons yes 
it bothers me when I read things online that I feel like Lou has said you put it way better than me brackets of people or things comments are said I find that hard um if you're having a bad day and it looks like everyone in the whole wide world on Instagram is smashing their run apart from you um it's not the case is it but that's how it can feel that can be tough but you know I just think that massively gets overshadowed by the positives and the good I really do um and for every tiny negative I experience there's easily well there's just uncountable positives um so I really I just really agree with you I think it's exactly those things one other thing I mean shockingly I I knew I was going to be the one that ended up talking most as well (laughs) but one thing we forgot to mention in all of this actually is the most amazing thing that's come out of the social media side for me and I I know that you two will both agree with me is the the friendships that we've created actually and not just the online friendships we've converted into real world friendships if I I would never have come across these human beings that are on my screen right now but also <laughs> that i interact with um and i never would have come across you in my real world life in any other context and yet yeah. some people have become some of my real world closest friends that when i'm having that really rubbish day actually they're the first people i reach out to or when i've got something massive to celebrate they're the ones that i want to go share it with so yeah it's those real world friendships that i think so many of us have created um, and now really rely upon even more so during like lockdown. Yeah. 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 Like, I, can't, I can't even count on my fingers and toes how many virtual hugs you guys have probably all sent me. Like, <laughs> if I've had a crap day or like a crap week and I've posted something because of my anxiety or whatnot. The amount of like love straight away you guys just throw my way. And I, I it's as bad as it sounds, I know it's coming. But I know it's coming in a good way. And it's like, I'm not going to post this because I'm going to expect so so many people to reach out to me. It's because I know he's going to do it regardless because you are awesome human beings. And I just think you guys and the running community as a general, I've never met such a community in my life that honestly, they you open your door to everybody, no matter what ability you have to, if you're an elite athlete or if you're just starting from couch to 25, uh, couch to uh, 5k you know it's just an, an amazing community to be a part of and I just I love it to death I do <laughs> I think we all do we all do yeah definitely definitely yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I couldn't agree more and for me it's I think the one thing Covid did do is because we were all virtual friends anyway having that that network that already existed, those friendships became so much more. I speak to, to I mean, I'm looking at faces now that I speak to more than some of my own friends. Yeah. And when something yeah. good or bad happens, whether it's fitness related or not, you're probably some of the people I drop a message to first. Um, and I feel very lucky yeah. that I've, I, I have got to meet Joe and Rav in person as well. So it's that those, and once COVID's done, I can't wait for these big Instagram faces. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the nice thing is even our partners are getting involved so when there's quizzes when there's things going on my husband he runs a hell of a lot um but he'll get involved with with the quizzes and he started to connect with people himself that I'm connected to so it's not just about the connections we've made it's our families and things like that as well so I think it's yeah. great yeah we need Dan to not be running so much though can you tell him <laughs> that? We do. we've got a mini challenge at the moment um, Rav and I are in a competition with Dan and Rick dad's runs just just a six week who can run the most miles because the boys thought they were running further than us so um little side hustle going on <laughs> brilliant excellent 
excellent thank you very much for that so what we thought we would do is have a little bit of fun and do a quick fire round of finish my sentence i haven't got a theme tune i wish now i had prepared for a theme tune yeah, I feel like we're in a game show now but now i haven't got one so it's only a game show it's only a game show that's all you're getting so quick fire finish my sentence so i'm going to come to you ruth i okay. can't be the only one who oh um gets nervous every time i run even though i know i can do it lou has about three weeks before i leave the house everyone i was waiting for one of those <laughs> i nearly said that I'll be honest, mine is I at least make sure I go for a poo before I know I'm smart because <laughs> I am not getting caught out. I'm not getting caught out. Never, ever, ever. Rav, I can't be the only one who records on two devices just in case one fails, just to prove <laughs> I'm Oh, wow. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> I don't know. I record on my watch and then I record on my phone. I don't know. <laughs> Just to that, that battle. It's got to be definitely, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. If it's not strong, it didn't happen, did it? That's <laughs> it. That's it. Now I'm thinking, well, now I'm changing my settings on Strava, but it's like, if it's not on Strava, no one can see it. it <laughs> <laughs> Louise, do you want to give the girls your finish my sentence? Uh, yeah, let's say so. On a long run, when I hit that wall to push myself through, I remind myself, Rav. Me? Oh gosh! I say this mantra to myself: "You're a badass bitch, and you can do this." So, sorry. Yes. Yes. I like it. Powerful. Yes. <laughs> um, Louise. Um, I think if I ever hit a wall, is I just remind myself of lying in that hospital bed with a broken hip, thinking I'm never going to walk again. And it's just you got up from that, you can get through this, and that's what pushes me through every time. Love it, Ruth. I remind myself that my children are never going to see me quit. Oh, you guys are really cool. <laughs> this, is getting, this is getting deep, this. This is <laughs> tearing up. <laughs> Let's talk about you again. <laughs> Come on, Joe, bring it down. Watch yourself. <laughs> right. If I could give 20 year old me any piece of advice, it would be. Ruth, you are not fat you look amazing and your skin is better than you think get out and have a good time that's what i would yeah. say you can all relate to that one <laughs> yeah gosh i just say start believing in yourself now because actually you are bloody amazing and you're going to achieve some awesome things so just start believing in yourself just a tiny bit absolutely and lou Oh, you're all sick of me saying it. Um, just do you. I'm oh, so That's disappointed. Just, just do you. Just... You need this on a t-shirt, Lou. You need to trademark this. I know, I know I do. I know I do. <laughs> um, but it is, it's just do you because if fitness is competitive, isn't it? And everybody's looking at everybody else's stats, but everybody's body is different. Everyone is capable of something else. Everyone has different strengths. So just do you and stop worrying what everybody else is doing. And that's fitness, life, everything, especially and to instill in your kids, just do you, just be yourself. Um, and that's the one thing I'd go back and tell myself. Yeah. Amazing. Well said. Brilliant. Well, I don't 
honestly, thank you so much for joining us this evening. It's been so good having you all back. Like I didn't get involved in um, speaking to you the first time round, but I think I've done a better job than than Rob. I don't. I can't see the boys coming back from this joke. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a new job. Takeover. You'll have to give them the Yeah. So uh, thank you again for coming back. And do either of you would like to give a shout out to anybody? Is there any hellos you'd like to give? Ruth? Oh, only to my children, because I've done this before and I forget, and then they get really cross. So hello, Lyra and Arthur. If you're listening to this, you should be in bed probably. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> Ruth, you're like the perfect mum. I always feel like I was such a crap mum after I've been. I'm like, yeah, think about the kids. What? No. <laughs> like, oh, it's all an act. When don't can worry. I, next get, I, I don't even like, know where they are right get, now. They're probably out. <laughs> I'm always like, when can I plan to next get rid of them? Like, honestly, once COVID has, sod, like, has done one, the amount of like babysitting duties my yeah. mum and Bob's mum are down for, like, I'm not going to see them for like a month. I'm like, go. Get rid. <laughs> a Mother's Day card that said Happy Mother's Day. I look forward to the day when I can stop babysitting your grandkids or something. And I thought, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Lou, any um, shout outs? Do you know what, Matt? It's just it's everybody on Instagram. Just everybody who listens, everybody who comments, likes. It's not about comments and likes. It's that that support network. So just a big thank you to everybody. And keep, and keep doing you or keep being you just do you Rav yeah I think I'm pretty much gonna do the same really um I am really really lucky that there's a lot of love that is showered upon me for seemingly not really like a lot I just run a little bit every day and I talk about it a lot and I overshare my random fitness stuff um and yeah people seem to be like all right with it and haven't got fed up yet so I don't really know why that is but I just wanted to say like if you're listening and you've supported me in some which way shape or form or you've um you know you've shared part of your journey with me thank you so much it really does mean um a lot to someone like me because like I said I'm not particularly fast I don't run very far I'm just a little little pipsqueak that runs a lot <laughs> so thank you very much if you're listening thank you from me well I've never described you as a pipsqueak so <laughs> I'm just going to interrupt and say that you definitely are fast and not pipsqueak but yeah I don't know I'm like, off like 10 like jumped up little pipsqueak that overshares I think is probably how I was <laughs> well, we love that about you so it's fine <laughs> Uh, thank, thank you ladies and thank you to joe and louise who are also part of the show tonight it's been lovely having you all with me and um yeah let's do this again should we make this like an annual thing because I, yeah. I can't see what the fart like going away i think we're going to be here for quite a while so i just need to say something else sorry i you knew i was going to keep on I, I knew you were going to chip in again go on Ralph. sorry sorry i just can, i feel like i need to say this can right. i just say like a huge thank you to what the fart like team as a whole yes i agree with because, that and i'm mm. saying this on my heart and it's because it's come up on our on our group chats and it's come up on so many different forums and with lots of different people um not only is the podcast like ridiculously funny and rob and matt I mean, as much as I don't ever want to tell them, they'll hear it when I say it. <laughs> they are really lovely, and I do adore them to bits. 
but all of you guys are awesome a behind the scenes team you know the, the the two guys wouldn't be able to do what they do if you guys didn't do all the support behind it behind it all but yeah. just as a side note and i kind of speak i'm now going to be the stateswoman for all of the what the fuck like team challenge people um and just say actually a really big thank you to you guys for creating this challenge because not only has it been really fun um, you know, the stupid things that we've all ended up doing. We've dressed up as superheroes. We've ended up running and doing some crazy like scavenger things. We've all ended up, we've all ended up doing, I mean, like most of us are going to try and run at four o'clock in the morning this week. <laughs> we've all tried to do something crazy. And we've all done silly videos and challenges and, and all that kind of stuff. Actually, during lockdown, it's brought a whole sense of community and it's brought so many of us together. And I've, again, become friends with people I probably never would have interacted with before either. So, yeah, a huge thank you from, like, lots of us or to you guys for not only keeping the podcast going, but actually keeping the team challenge going through through lockdown. Yeah, I really agree with that. I don't think you realise what an impact you guys have sometimes, actually. And you talk to us like, oh, we're doing all these things, but, you know... I. I, I really, really agree that actually that's the other way around for a lot of us at the moment. You've kept us going, definitely. I agree. Thank you. And I will pass oh, you your lovely feedback onto the boys. Because no, well, no. Edit it down. Edit it down. Oh, yeah. You don't want to Can you just say, Rav said... You're all yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> uh, well, with that said, I don't think there's any more anything else I can. I can't. I don't think I can top that. I, I don't think I want to. After you've just said some lovely, wonderful things about us, but no, I appreciate it. Uh, we all do. We we love making the show. Um, the impact it's been having on people, positive like the, the positive feedback we get from this is amazing and it we just it just drives us to continue to do it and we just want to help people through a difficult time and the fact that we're doing it and people are responding to it and are loving it then it's it's worthwhile so thank you guys and it means a lot so with that said shall we should we enjoy the rest of our evenings and i can drink the rest of my coke <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, girls. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Cheers. Oh my God bless. And that was the women's round table. I don't know about you guys, but I thoroughly enjoyed that. How nice was it to catch up with Rav, Ruth, and Lou again? So inspiring. How did you guys think about it? It was brilliant. Like they are such strong inspiring like you said women and to have them all together that was brilliant loved it yeah really did. three absolute awesome women absolute powerhouses on instagram and i just think they use their platform that they have so well um to inspire women and well not just women and everybody they're just yeah. such inspiring empowering supportive women i just Honest. think they're wonderful ladies yeah, it's just done with like so much positivity as well. Um, some of the topics we touched on, um, what did you guys think of them? Um, there was only one that I was going to pick up on, and it was lush to hear from them that they run on their own. And although they are aware of their surroundings, they will go off on trails. Yeah, I always get that word wrong. <laughs> trails, <laughs> trials, <laughs> trails, like uh, Louise does, but, and they'll turn off their music. 
Well, but personally, I cannot solo run if I am not near houses or a busy road. And when I was trying to marathon train or do longer runs on my own, it was really hard. I was just going up and down the same road yeah. purely because I don't want to get murdered. How extreme yeah. is that? No, I <laughs> completely agree. Yep. I'm exactly the same, Lou. It's I was I remember when I did my first block of marathon training and I did a twenty-one mile run up and down the same two mile stretch of road. Um, because it was the main road and I felt safe. And um and same as you, literally, if I'm I love running on the trails, that's the annoying thing. I really, really love the trails. I'm happiest on the trails, but I can only do it when I'm running with somebody else. Um and if I see something, very occasional time I've had to go off road, say if the path sort of bends around the road or something, you've just got to go off road. Anybody I see, I'm like, yep, that's the person that's going to murder me. It's just my mind just goes into absolute overdrive. Um, and then the only other thing, actually, that I wanted to just loop back round to, and I think um, one of the ladies mentioned it about the cat calling. Um, and it's something I've been thinking about a lot since the last episode where Rob mentioned the story about Sarah McDonald yeah um, the British athlete that had been attacked on the canal when she was out um training for the Olympics and her quote that she said I'll just I'll just read it again so she said I think it's quite common to have things shouted at you and cat calls but I didn't think twice about those and that really resonated with me because I think I don't get loads don't get me wrong but the odd time I have got them I just sort of roll my eyes and I just think oh god like fine whatever but this whole, the whole International Women's Day and the hashtag choose the challenge, it really got me thinking, do you know what? We shouldn't accept that. We shouldn't just roll our eyes and think, well, that's no. fine. It's what we expect. We mm. need to, I need to personally feel like that is something I need to challenge a bit more. I don't know how Definitely. you guys feel about that. No, I'm, I'm the same. Um, like, I'm the same. Like, I, I don't get a lot of cat calling. I get the odd one here or there if I'm out on a run. Um, but I've, got that mentality that it's just the norm but it's not it shouldn't be accepted yeah. as the norm it should be absolutely called out but it's whether or not you feel safe and secure to do it in that environment and that particular time and um, when it happens to do it because if you challenge it are you putting yourself in more of a vulnerable situation is there going to be um something that will happen as a result of you challenging that you don't know if that person like I said like I laughed nervously before when Lou said about being murdered if she goes on a solo run and it's not near a road but can it get to that extreme can you can that lead to you being attacked if suddenly you stand up and give yourself that voice that you should do it's just it's a minefield it's I think it's something that's never going to go away unfortunately because there is that minority who will continue to do it and not see it being a problem but like Rob said last week it's it needs challenging and it's just so apt that the hashtag for International Women's um, Day is choose to challenge it is something that I personally want to do more I just feel I, I need to be in control at that time to do it yeah exactly what you said is perfect and it's like even if you've been running 20 years and you've only been catcalled once you shouldn't be catcalled once no. it doesn't matter if you get it on every run or if you never just because you were born a woman you should feel more vulnerable when you're out running or that you're going to get something shouted at you like 
not at all. And I said it earlier and I'll say it again, I am going to work really hard this year on not having that as being okay. Or just hearing a line, a sentence that I think, "Mm, that's not right. I will come out and say it now. And if everyone has the same as women, we can make a big change. Absolutely. Well said. Definitely. And we know as well, you know, guys, we know you guys get catcalled equally as well. This isn't just about, oh, I know it's the women's episode and it isn't just about us being catcalled. We know men get harassed as well out and about when they're doing um, the running too. So this is everybody. Everybody come together. Everybody feel safe and comfortable to challenge. If something's not right, please speak up because it'll never get fixed if we don't say something. Mm-hmm. Well said. Yes, well I love that you brought said. men into it. Well Sammy for president. Oh gosh, yes. no! The the country would be in absolute anarchy if I was if I was looking after it. I can't. Um, I think we'd be all right. Right. Should we get on to uh, the most important part of the show? Let's do it. It's the Make Matt Run Challenge. So, Joe, I'll give you a little bit of homework this week to practice the theme tune to make Matt runs. You're going to give us a little bit of a whirl. I will. I've been practicing day and night. So, are you ready? I'm ready. The Make Matt Run Challenge. Most miles wins. Oh, oh my! A star. That was incredible. Flawless. Mm-hmm. Flawless move over, Rob and Matt. There are some new chicks in town. Definitely, that was like chicks. If, um, if Whitney Houston introduced a challenge, that's how it would sound. Compliment. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is. She's a queen. How good has this challenge been so far? Um, just how everybody's come together and done it, and the fact that. I'm so sad it's coming to an end soon, but this week's just been immense. All the virtual runs, how good has it been? It's been incredible. Every time I go on, all I'm seeing is a big face and then a miniature face in the corner. (laughs) And it is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. This challenge has honestly kept me sane through furlough life. I've loved it. And I've not even done it. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched it. It has. Obviously, I like collect the miles from people every week and... The amount of messages I get when people send me their miles each week and they're just like, thank you so much to you guys because you have, you've really helped me stay focused. I've kept running. I've met so many new friends. Like, thank you so much. People have genuinely got a lot out of this challenge and it's, it is amazing. It's incredible. It makes me feel great. When I get those messages, I'm like, oh, God, it's just, it makes it all worth it. Definitely. That's what I just love about it. With that said, should we go and get the should we go and get the big man? Um, go and bring sorry, him in, ladies. I just have to say he is being so weird at the minute, and I can't even be in the same room as him. So I'm going to have to leave. But I'll make what? sure he's around. I know he's weird. He won't tell me why. Oh, I'm going to ask him. Do do right. I'll be back shortly. Okie dokie. Some say his skin has the texture of a dolphin's, and that he has to take his shoes off with an Allen key. All we know. He's called Statman John. Hello, lads. Hello, Statman John. Statman John. Uh, what's, uh, where have I What's going on? What's, is what's wrong, Statman John? Where's, uh, where, where are the lads? I think I've come in the wrong call. Sorry. No, no, you're in the right call. Co- Did they not give you the memo? No. 
Oh, God, oh my God. One job that they had. Sorry, Statman Jack. This is, like, really awkward now. Like, do you know who we are? I have no idea. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Wow. Right. I'm I'm Rob's other half. I'm Sam. And nice to meet you, Sam. Hello. Nice to meet you too, Statman John. I've heard so much about you. I'm really excited to talk to you. Okay. Um, I've got Joe with me. I'm admin Hi. Queen Joe in the team. Hi, Statman John. Oh, hello, Jody. Hello, how are you? I'm good. I like that you use my full name there, Statman John. Always, always, to a lady. Sorry, Samantha, I called you Sam. Just realised. Oh, oh no, no. Oh, I get Samantha as well. I only ever get told Samantha when I'm being told off or it's something very, uh, well, let's not get into that. Anyway. Um... <laughs> this, is, uh, this is very exciting. I, have to, I wish I'd put on some aftershave. Ah, oh, honestly, I'm so I'm well. It's an honour to have you with us, and I'm I'm a little bit surprised the boys didn't tell you. It's International Women's Week, so that's why we're here, Statman John. Oh, fantastic! What a week! It's my favourite of the year. I have to be honest with you. <laughs> anyway, how how are you doing, sir? Well, to be honest, I'm in a bit of uh, trouble, and I was hoping Rob or Matt would be able to help, but um, I don't know if you know, I've been training to become an owl. <laughs> oh we do we do know this we heard about your neck rotations how's it going well that is the problem jody i uh i've been working on it and i seem to have got my head stuck where does it stuck are you stuck in something or is it stuck like are you in a brace how are you what is, what's going on no it, it literally happened probably about 27 minutes ago I turned to the left to see how far I could go, about 220 degrees, and it's stuck. It won't turn back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is a disaster. Is anybody there to help? Can anybody just give it a little nudge round? or? No, because I will not go near Louise. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, does so, it hurt? It's okay, don't worry. I'll just keep trying to look the other way, and hopefully I'll, I'll get unstuck. Can you put some deep heat on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe just swivel your chair around, Statman John. That is how I'm currently looking at you. My body is facing away. Such <laughs> 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 an image in my mind right now, Statman John. Oh my god! I've got an image in my mind, but I think it's from um, Beetlejuice or Nightmare Before Christmas. It's one of those characters. All I can imagine is. <laughs> I have no idea what that reference is. Oh god! Um, are you in pain? No, I'm fine. Let's be honest. Uh, the good news is I'm only fifty degrees off becoming an owl. <laughs> You're nearly and... there. Your mass is not quite there. You were at two hundred and twenty. Yeah, and I have 50 until I hit one owl hits 270. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. You're nearly there. My maths, Jodie, is never off. I don't know what I was thinking, actually, questioning your maths, Statman John. Sincere apologies. It's okay. It's okay, ladies. Statman John, um, why can't you be in the same room as Lou? Um, hold up. Right, I'll share this with you, but it's a cover-up from the FBI currently. <laughs> Pregnant women, they let off a hormone that attracts bears. <laughs> okay. 
And I found myself next to a pregnant woman about 54 years ago. And that is how I lost my left eyebrow. Traumatic, that man, John. It was. He swiped me. I moved, but I just didn't move enough, and he got my left brow. the left brow and sort of stick it back on? Was it taken in one piece or just hair All by hair? One. The whole brow came off. But I left it. I left it on the ground to remind myself every day not to go near a pregnant woman. <laughs> Gosh, um, yeah, no, I, I think I might take that um, bit of information with me. So apparently, so let me just get this right because this feels like vital survival information. If you are in the proximity of a pregnant lady, a burr might come and happen to swipe off your eyebrow. Exactly. That right. right, that that's information for life now in my back pocket. I will. Yeah, I'll cherish that information. Thank you, Statman John. Um, so that's my gift to you, Samantha. <laughs> oh, Statman John, um, the challenge so far is getting quite juicy now, isn't it? Um, with between Matt and Rob, have you got us the um, the figures? What what are we what are we looking well, at? Who has been on my mind? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Do you know what? I'm new to this, that man, John. I'm so sorry. Go on. Who's been on your mind? I usually have a bit of a song. I don't know. Uh... Uh, it's back. I've got your back. I've got your back, that man, John. Um, I'm not, because it's International Women's Week, I'm not going to copy Matt's version. I'm going to do my own version. Okay. okay. I'm going to go for a bit of Kylie. Okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. Right. Here we go. That man, John, can get you out of his head. Yeah, his miles are all he's thinking about. Wow. That was a, <laughs> what a woman. You like that? That was very impressive, I have to be honest with you. Um, wow, it's taken me quite back. But I'm going to crack on with who's on my mind, if that's go. okay. Yeah, go for it. Just a coincidence, uh, I've actually just got four very strong women were on my mind this week. So... For Rob's team, I had at what Leanne ran. She's been running on the mind. Yeah, good and, old Leanne, uh, yeah. At mumming to rumming. Running, not rumming. I don't know what happened. Uh, she Jade's just done a marathon. She and did. That's why she went in the mind. Well done, Jade. Yeah, well done, Jade. And then for uh, Matt's team, I had running Abby and busy birdie. They've been on the mind as well. Busy well birdie, yeah. Well it's done. an honour. You've been on Statman John's mind all week. Ooh. Um, Jody, if you would like to sing again. Oh, okay. I'm doing it again. Okay. Um, oh God, what was I singing? Um, Statman John can't get you out of his head. Yeah, his smiles are all he's thinking about. That was wrong, but we'll go with it. We'll roll with it. We'll That's roll. okay. I'll let you off. We're new to this, we're new to this. It's okay, ladies, and uh, I know I can make some people feel a bit nervous, so don't worry. <laughs> That's why. You have that effect on me, Statman John. But I've got a bit of an issue I want to share with you right now. Okay. 
I know you are both on Rob's team and I don't feel comfortable sharing the results without my friend here, Matthew. I, yeah, we did all work yeah. with that man, John. We, we did discuss this because there is no map bag representative here to be able to make this fur. Well, um, listen, I'll let yeah. you in on a secret. Go on. I have been training Jack the Crow to deliver <gasps> messages. Whoa. I'm just going to quickly put this around his neck that says, give Samantha a call. <laughs> and I'm going to let him out. And there we go. Hopefully, <laughs> Matthew should phone shortly. Oh, wow. Do you is think Jack can do that? Is... We're on the clock. We're kind of on the clock here, Statman John. Listen, have faith, ladies. Have faith. This will work. Hang on a minute. What? No. I'm <gasps> No, shut up. He's much ringing. No, oh my god, you've trained Jack well. Hello? Oh, Sammy, Sammy, is uh, Statman John there? Shut up. No, how did you get that? Is Jack, Jack's just come round with something on his neck saying call Sammy or something. No, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Hello, are you having oh, me you. How are you, my friend? Hey, hey Starman John, how are you? I Ooh, thought you could have let me know about the ladies. What was that? This should be my week off. What, what's going off? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to share the miles, Matthew, and I didn't feel comfortable having two Rob heads, as you call them here. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good shout, that. To be fair, do you want me to John Jack sending back or? Oh, it's all right. He'll come back. Don't worry. Oops. If you look over his shoulder, he's probably gone. <laughs> oh. Shit. <laughs> Vanished. <laughs> Did he not my... say bye? <laughs> no, oh, he's just... like a shadow. He'll be gone. Yeah. And <laughs> moves. See you, Jack. <laughs> anyway, all right. right, let's get into this for last week. So, are you ready, everyone? Let's go. Oh, Come on. For Rob's team, we have a total of 2384.71. Solid week. Good week. Good week. For Matt's team, we have... Two six six three point nine nine. What? Wow. No. Oh. no. 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 I feel like I need to hype this up because I am not Rob and Rob would be furious right now. I've got to recount. I counted them, so can't do that. I think you've called me to. Uh, to... For me to claim victory, aren't you? Is that what it is? Oh, I just wanted to spread a bit of joy. That difference is a big one. It's 279.28. Oh, oh, wow. That's that is big going into the final week. So how, oh, many, how many people got into the uh, into the challenge this week then? Start have you got them figures with you? Or? Oh, of course I have, Matt. Don't worry. I, uh, your team, 39 of you. Uh, oh. Rob's team, 27. So lots of calls oh, happened. I think that's what it's all about, though, really, isn't it? That's that, getting people involved. It's been a, a great week, I think, this week. So, yeah, everybody getting involved with that has been brilliant. You're a good oh. man. So, let me give you the total. And, ladies, it's okay. We can bring this, you can bring this back. So, Rob is at a total of 20133.11. Okay. And Matt, 20557.97. Oh, oh gosh! I haven't, got, I haven't got quick maths. What's the difference? 
Yes, exactly, exactly that's <laughs> oh dear. Right, so shall I leave you girls girls to it then now? Is that yeah, uh, go on. Yeah. yeah, go on. Yeah, we'll go on. Oh, no, yeah. We should we should never bloody invite uh, <laughs> we should uh, Jack had uh, Jack hadn't found you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, thank you very much. Uh, I'll not gloat just yet, but uh, there's like I say there's another week left, so there might be some big with all the uh, golden baton runners, so uh, good luck, everybody. See you later. See you later. Can I go back to me having me, me week off now? Then, or? yeah. Thank you. Well, ladies, what can I say? I, uh, I'm sorry about that, but I do believe you can turn it around. Yeah, thanks for that faith in us it's ladies week this week and all the ladies mild with the few exceptions are getting doubled so there is loads of miles up for grabs this week so it's not over yet lots to play for that is what i like to hear ladies right i'll tell you what i uh i'm gonna get myself outside and shout loo as i get past yeah yeah it's been a pleasure you are very beautiful and uh i'll see you soon Hope, you hope, soon, hope the next swivel's back round, Statman John. No. Hey, how was it? Oh, we've took a bit of a battering, Rob Eds. But no, all's not lost. We've got one week left and we've got bingo week and everyone's like embracing that challenge already to get those bonus miles in. So I'm quietly confident they can pull it back. 100%. Bingo week as well. You've got 30 miles up for grabs. And don't forget... Um... Golden Baton, all the ladies have it and can double one bingo week. So yeah, definitely big, big week for the last week, yeah. I think. Definitely. Um, yeah. So um good news story. Joe. Yes. Did you find us a nice good news story? I did. I've found a wonderful good news story. So this is about uh a little girl, Ada Butterfield, age five, from Bywater in Leeds. And Ada was born with a rare liver disease. And she had an operation at five weeks old, which luckily was successful. And I think from what her mum, Emma, had said, um, only 60% of these operations are successful. So Ada was was really lucky. Um, she is going to need a lifetime, uh, lifetime treatment for this and that she may need a liver transplant in the future. 
But what Ada has done during lockdown, she has inspired her community to get running during lockdown. So what her and her mum decided to do is set up a challenge to run 20 miles in February. And her mum said that she was expecting like 10, 20 kids to take part in this. 230 kids. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, 230 kids got involved by getting active and they raised, just from this challenge alone, £11,700 for the Children's Liver Disease Foundation, which is the foundation that helped Ada um, when she was going through her treatment and her operation, which is just amazing. And overall, they have raised over £60,000 since Ada was diagnosed for the uh, Children's Liver Disease Foundation. So I just think she is such a wonderful inspiring little girl and I've watched a few videos of her and she's just so positive so upbeat and I just think it's such such a lovely story of inspiring other kids to get moving at a difficult time during lockdown so yes that's my good news story for the week what a good news story oh brilliant absolute Ada you little superstar you are our hero of the week and we salute you so we're wrapping up towards the end of the show, ladies. Um, we've got a few thank yous. Um, thank you to Gray and Lindley for our awesome theme tune and music. Everybody always talks about it. Everybody's always singing it. It's amazing. We love it. Thank you very much to our three guests this week, Rav, Lucy and Ruth. It was absolute honour and pleasure to have all three of you back, all at the same time as well, which is even more exciting. Um, also, thank you to Statman John for the updates and just the hilarity that ensues every time you're with us. We love you. And also, last but not least, we just wanted to give a shout out to Rob, Matt, Jack and Paul. Um, you guys, you have no idea what support and your encouragement has meant to the three of us this week and the weeks leading up to recording this episode. Believe me, guys, people may think recording a podcast is uh, is easy, and it's not. This has completely took the three of us out of our comfort zones. Um, I've never done this before, and whether or not I will do this again, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> will be, we'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, whether or not you want me back again, um, we will see. Um, I don't no. think I'm um, going to wait and get scouted, or I don't think this will be a career of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is completely, yeah, absolutely. Um, Rob, Matt, we take for granted what you guys do for week in and week out and i'm in awe of yours how easily you make this look um thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to take over this um podcast for international women's day and we appreciate it and we love you for it thank you and um Coming up for next week's show, um, we've got Kat Roberts on our final episode. And it's just, um, Kat, Kat um, the chat she has with Rob is just, I've had a sneak peek at it. It's fantastic. Just a good follow-up from today's episode where we've talked about Kat calling. It just, it's just a good full circle um episode to tie that in coming into the final week so that's one that i hope you will all tune in and listen to it's a good one please don't miss it 
And I think that's it, girlies. Is there anything you guys wanted to say before we hit the road? Um, personally, just quick, if you've made it this far listening, thank you very much. Please don't um, unfollow us, send us hate mail. <laughs> I, I have had fun so thank you Sam and Joe as well because um the nerves before were real you got me through yeah I would absolutely echo all of that just thank you so much to you two ladies we have had voice notes galore on the build-up to this because we have been so nervous but we have supported each other and got each other through and it's been a blast so thank you ladies if for any reason you want to see more of me or hear more of me, I am Sam underscore runs underscore Hmo. I'm just making it difficult for you with all the underscores, but that's me. Um, Joe, do you want to give the guys your Insta handle? Yeah, my Insta handle is now underscore. Oh God, what is it? I'm doing a jack. Now underscore then underscore Marde underscore bum underscore. Oh, all the underscores. Oh, very attractive. I am sweated throughout this whole hour. <laughs> oh, girls, it's been a blast. I've enjoyed it. It's been emotional. Should we should we let everyone get on with the rest of their days? Let's go yeah. and get a gin, guys. Let's go and hit the gin. Definitely. Peace out. Peace out.